Good day, ladies and gentlemen of Civ Classic. I am Worm Wizard, and this is Box Talk, where we not only talk about the server, but we talk to you. This episode, we are live in my living room with Deuterian and the one, the only, Hey City. Say hi, you two. Hello. Hey! <laughs> we will be talking about random things, going through the news together give opinions, even talk about Columbia for a little bit. Before we begin, I'd like to thank the official sponsor of this episode of Box Talk, the FagsCom Party. We, the FagsCom Party, stand for continuing and honoring the ideals of the great leader, Zombie Lennon. We pledge to carry out his great vision and further his legacy. As the rightful authority of Pripyat, we seek to integrate and educate the poor, ignorant survivors we have found living amidst the ruin of our once glorious city who seek to primitively imitate their past bourgeoisie lifestyles, making a mockery of our dear leader's great vision. It pains the Executive Planning Committee to find that some residents have strayed so far from the leader's plan as to ask for free elections and a constitutional system in Pripyat. While our initial response was to have the petitioners taken to a state-mandated recreational facility and spa, after further consideration, we have decided to accede to their humble requests. A constitution is being developed for Pripyat, and we promise our citizens that we will soon hold mostly free election with as little political persecution as possible. Let us take this opportunity to remind all citizens that the mutant residents of Pripyat enjoy full citizenship and party membership. As such, the FAGSCOM Executive Planning Committee has issued an order to the effect that no anti-mutant hate speech will be tolerated within the city of Pripyat, with extreme penalties for anyone caught inciting violence against our mutant comrades. If you know of anyone guilty of such offenses, please inform your friendly local moral officer today. If you wish to properly honor the vision of the great leader Zombie Lennon, contact Simple Bastard or Ham and Swiss and join the Fagscom party today. This sounds like a great nation if that's the way that you want to go. I'd give a thumbs up. Thank you to the Fagscom party for officially sponsoring this episode of Box Talk. So in case if you're not aware, Deuterian being with me is not a surprise. I actually introduced him to this genre. Uh, we go to the same school. Uh, give yourself some background, Deuterian. Uh, when did you first join these servers? Um, well, as you said, you were the one to uh, get me into the genre. Um, my first Civ server was uh, Civ Temp. Um, I ended up joining um, what was to become the uh, Dark Empire. Um, I kind of quit after, you know, the nation became unstable and never really was there for the Dark Empire. Came on once just kind of see what was happening. But other than that, I kind of quit Civ for a while until um, Worm again got me back into it in Civ Classic um, and got me to join Columbia. So here I am. So uh, back in those Civ Temp days of uh, New, New Orion, what did you do during those times? Um, I mined a little bit. I built a shitty tower, uh, and I engaged in talking about the politics of the nation. That's really all I did. Didn't do much. 
What is your most memorable moment during that time? The giant wall of rules that uh, Henry Drayton put up. Oh, shout out to the one and only. All right. Now, now you're with Columbia. What do you do there? Uh, right now, I am the uh, interim director of Columbia. Um, I basically run the nation um, for the time being. Um, but my usual position is the overseer of Rotterdam, which is the um, basically mayorship of the capital city. All right, that's pretty cool. Now, Hey City being here is definitely a surprise. In my living room, in my life, instead of just on Discord here, uh, he ventured some ways to get here. How was your drive, by the way? It was all right. Um, I took a wrong turn in the middle of nowhere. Um, like, bumfuck nowhere Midwest, uh, and I lost 30 minutes of my life. But other than that, it was good. How, how do you get lost? Because I'm pretty sure you just take highway. Oh, yeah. I just, like, missed an exit, and I was bloody die and then I, my Bluetooth disconnected because uh, no reception, so I had to navigate a bunch of highways and signs and shit. Well, that was, that was good. I was about to say, uh, were you just uh, not using Google Maps? Because that was the impression I got originally. Maybe. I, no comment, actually. No comment. I'm, I'm a good driver, guys. I'm oh. sure. Okay, so now to give some context about you, when did you first join uh, these uh, good old Civ servers? Um, I was on in 2.0 for a good bit. I was with Olympia, which was like a kind of shitty socialist town. I'm <laughs> uh, not going to lie. I, um, eh, I didn't really do much there. I mined and built as everyone else did. And then I quit after a good while. And eventually just ventured back here with my friend Phantom Hoja. Um, he eventually quit uh, again, and so I went to Columbia and uh, rose through the ranks to become big boy chancellor. Uh, so let's talk about before Columbia a little bit. So what, I actually was, I had you on an interview during that time. What nation was that again? Verda? Good old Verda. Yeah, shout out to Queen Magmus. Her royal majesty uh, for keeping it together all these all this time yeah but I mean I, I ended up leaving it um, you know with some additions but ultimately Verda is the same as it was uh, when it was initially founded which is really nice because it's like a cute little uh, pretty kind of new friendly town um, I definitely recommend a visit it's got um, rails now that lead to the entire world so um, you know it's really nice that sounds decent. So you are now Chancellor. Were you anything before you were Chancellor of Columbia? Um, I was like a very informal foreign minister for a while beforehand um, in multiple different stages of the Colombian government. Um, and then this necessitated me to become friends with other people and use mumble and all that, which was overall a very positive experience for me. I you know, gained some friends and didn't really gain any enemies just by going on to Mumble. By the way, switch to Mumble, everyone. It's about to say, we got to plug in for Mumble. Mm -hmm. uh, it gets you out of those echo chambers, as people may call it. Yep. And uh, you get to actually talk to people instead of your Discord circle jerks. Yep. Yeah. Talk to the server. Mm. Um, so, uh, I guess... Uh, uh, so you are relatively new to the foreign community side of it, at mm -hmm. least knowing a lot of people internationally. What were some barriers you had to overcome when talking to people that are pretty well known, like Comrade Nick or to other nations? 
I guess that there's kind of this ideal that these people, these, this idea that these people are like untouchable and that they're so far above you. So you have to kind of get out of that mentality and realize, oh yeah, they just lead like another 15 people on a Minecraft server. They're not like world leaders or whatever. And once you get past that point, I think it's pretty easy to talk to these sorts of people. I mean, like the, the world leaders I've spoken to have always been like nice and uh, very kind, Comrade Nick especially. So... I mean, like, it's not too difficult. You definitely should go out there and meet the leaders of other nations. Oh, yes. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into uh, the conversation here about 1.12, that beautiful post yesterday updating us that it's going to come this week. Thank God. It's about Happy. time. But it, thank you to the admins for mm-hmm. being able to do that. Uh, what are your opinions on it? Uh, I'm glad that, um, you know, the essence is being added. That's the major plus for the, um, 1.12, um, City Bastions as well. Um, I, I honestly just enjoy more options, you know, more abilities. I guess one thing that people haven't really talked about is the 1.12, like the Minecraft cert, like the Minecraft part of it. Uh, do you either of you know of any of the changes? Like, I believe they added some new blocks, if mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, there's concrete, which is really cool. Um, what is concrete? What does it do? I mean, it's like terracotta, but more brightly colored, so you don't have to have wool for everything. If you want to have a brightly colored structure, it's really nice and super cheap. Uh, and I've heard that there's going to be a factory about that, but that might just be hearsay. Um... There's also polar bears. That's something else. Wait, polar bears? Finally. I remember, like, uh, in Civcraft 3.0, that was, like, the big meme, like, there's going to be polar bears. Like, uh, even in Devoted, uh, they added that, uh, they added polar bears to the point where (laughs) me and two other people uh, of Ruin, like, the vault, wanted Mm -hmm. to make a polar bear a mascot in the sky (laughs) bunker. So what we did was we ventured out and lassoed one and had to slowly lead it over oh to, to the nation. And then a Dalits told, told us, no, you can't keep it in the vault. Oh, God. <laughs> it took us like two hours to get oh, it no, there. Worth. <laughs> <laughs> but polar bears, oh, man, that's a beautiful touch. Uh, but going back to the essence part of it. Uh, what exactly, in case of somebody here doesn't completely understand, what does Essence provide that we didn't have before? Well, essentially, Essence allows you to uh, pearl people in a much more, you know, server-balanced way. At the moment, it just costs coal to uh, pearl people. So you can, in theory, not that this is being done in any nations around the world, <laughs> um, you can grind a bunch of coal... And then put a bunch of pearls in a vault, and put a bunch of coal in that vault as well. And then you don't have to log on ever again. Um, yeah, no one's doing that at, the, at this point, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, that would be a big L. Yeah, why would um, you do that? Yeah, but Essence essentially requires you to log on by giving you Essence every time you log on, and bonuses for successive uh, logons. So, you know, day one you get one Essence, day two you get two Essence. Um, and I should say that at this moment, I believe Teal is... Uh, proposing to call it Meme Mana. Um, I'm not a big fan of that name, and I, I hope he changes it, because, like, it's it's a good joke, uh, but it'll get old. If we want to take yeah. it seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it'll get old. I can see mm-hmm. that. And it'll also, like, allow us to 
uh, configure Exile Pearls versus Prism Pearls, which is another major update. Uh, so Deuterium, what do you see the impact of Essence on like the citizen level in comparison to the national level? Well, honestly, uh, on the citizen level, um, you'll be able to, as as a um, you know a higher up in in the nation, you can track each citizen and how much they are on, and you know more active citizens can be more rewarded as well in the nation. Um, yeah, I see. Because uh, like essence, can a citizen really even use essence uh, as it currently stands? What do you say? Not really. Um, you know, essence. Um, you can't really use it as an individual person unless I don't know for well, some reason you're you can like super good or something. Yeah, but... you can sell it in in the mar in a market as the uh, major addition. I'd say for a citizen of some nation or like a even a hermit individual um they don't really have much use for essence so they can sell it to nations that might need essence i oh this brings up a good question so mm -hmm. theoretically in the past if i you trade with another nation in some cases that can be seen as almost like uh if you're trying to say you're a neutral nation you're not really neutral if you're trading with a nation at war uh if you trade with a nation like, for example, if I were to go to the Western Alliance with my essence, does that make me not neutral anymore? Hmm. Well, in my opinion, they're still pretty neutral. Sweden did it, and we didn't, you know, put them in the Nuremberg trials. Oof. Um, but, you know, ultimately it comes down to what do people on this server think? And I believe that if we were to trade with certain groups, there would definitely be at least a few people um who would take offense yeah i i agree um you know thinking back to like historical trade you know the u.s traded with britain well before the war mm -hmm. they entered the war in world war ii you know germany basically considered the u.s in the war for a lot they they stunk a lot of u.s um cargo ships and stuff so. well i mean uh, we shouldn't talk too much about world war one but reminder that uh, the Germans did nothing wrong in Lusitania. Ah, la, la, la. Yes, true, true. <laughs> but, like, I guess I can imagine, uh, let's say uh, there is an alt-raider group, mm -hmm. uh, which we'll be talking about later. Uh, let's say uh, Essence was implemented and I were to give Essence to those raiders. Does that, even though I was just seeing it as a trade basis, does that put me in the wrong with them? Well, personally, there's a very big difference between like an alt-rating group, so specifically a group which is associated with a nation, but indirectly and through cloak-and-dagger methods. That would be very different. Then you're effectively just like funding terrorists. Um, I don't know. I think, I think that's very much a no-no for me. But if you're doing it, if you're even giving it to a nation which is, you know, actively saying, oh yeah, we are the people doing the pearling, I don't think you should be that considered like considered that morally wrong like if i were to trade with lex or whatever for materials and i were to give them my essence i don't think i should be considered a target even though i probably would be and like and i won't do it obviously i wouldn't do that because that's kind of just uh silly to do just prolong the war hmm. but yeah it's kind of a touchy subject yeah uh but so with Exile Pearl coming out. I remember it was actually implemented and devoted at first, Exile Pearl, because they couldn't get the N, the N Pearl plugin to work correctly. 
Uh, I remember there was a lot of unpopularity with it. Why are they bringing Exile Pearl back? What benefits would I have as a nation to having Exile Pearl and Prison Pearl being implemented? Uh, well, with uh, Exile, Exile Pearl, um, it'll be a lot easier to implement um, smaller crimes. Say, um, oh, you you griefed the nation minorly, you know, you placed some obsidian, you know, whatever. Um, you're sentenced to maybe an hour of manual labor or something small like that. And basically, with the Exile Pearl, you know, you have to mine, otherwise you're not going to get out. So, and that's just basically free slave labor for punishment for a nation, as opposed to, you know, you can't really do that without mm -hmm. it, so. But, uh, so from what I understand, it is cheaper. Uh, how will Exile Pearl affect the current war that's going on, would you believe? Uh, do you believe that, uh, for example... Let's be real here. Nox doesn't log, log in enough to be able to gather that essence. Having the cheaper Exile Pearl option, uh, does that affect the war at all? Well, I mean, it affects the war a good bit. Um, both sides have quite a few people pearled, and I think both sides could afford to have plenty of their people exiled. Obviously, you know, major players, I imagine, uh, for example, Mr. Llama, maybe. <laughs> um, mm. And Peter will never be exile pearled. Um, but, you know, like, people who just strayed too close to the Lex Vault would probably just be exiled. And I hope that's what happens, as opposed to, you know, Lex finding some exploit or whatever. Um, or, you know, just logging on once every day. Because, as it stands from what is verbatim in the update, uh... You just have to log in. You don't have to do anything else. So you can just have a client log in um, once every day. And that would be another good way to just keep people uh, prison pearled easily. Although I'm not sure on the actual costs of a prison pearl. Um, we already have the quote that two people can keep eight people um, exile pearled. So I would imagine it's probably one-fourth or one-eighth um, of the amount of people. Well, no four times to eight times the cost probably do you think because uh, yeah exile pearl i understanding that being cheap but the fact that only two people can hold eight people exile pearl can that be abused by one-man nations or crap like that well i don't know with a one-man nation you can keep four people exile pearl and you have to be very selective with who you keep exiled so i don't know if it can be abused all that much it's definitely less abusable than what we have now and that's what's important. I mean, with that, I mean, you, those one-man nations effectively can turn into, you know, slave plantations. They got four <laughs> slaves. Just, just keep the slaves. Yeah, Get all your materials and just sit, sit there and build. <laughs> Let's talk about city bastions here. Uh, do you believe that could affect uh, your designs on the city overall as city planner Rotterdam in a way, Deuterion? You know, I, I've been thinking about it, and I don't know if it would affect too much because, honestly, honestly, I just see it more as a um, anti-griefing thing, and I haven't really been designing cities for anti-grief because it's just it's just anti. You just can't um, reinforce blocks, which basically just mm -hmm. you can't obby the shit. You know, whatever. Um, of course, you can still place lava, which is upsetting to me. Um, you know, you know, smaller nations can't really deal with that in terms of griefing. 
Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I mean, I, I wouldn't cha- change planning. It's just an extra barrier. Mm-hmm. But it's nice how cheap they are to be able to help yes. cities start off. And they're also yes. pretty big, 100, mm-hmm. 101 by 101. Yes, yes. It's, it's a very good, very good implementation it'll really help out yeah what i see emerging from this is a lot more interaction between uh small nations and large nations because you need you'll probably still need to use a bastion factory which are very expensive um to do this and you'll have to you know use some more advanced factories to get the materials so with a sort of similar thing we what we saw with vhje and their alliance well our alliance with them uh, the cooperation organization, which recently kind of has been falling apart uh, due to events we'll talk about a bit later, I think. Um, I mean, I, I definitely see that could that becoming a bit more stable um, because you necessitate very small nations like, you know, four-man, new-friend nations having city bastions. Well, you don't necessitate it, but it makes it a lot better. I know, for example, Verda was griefed back in July, and they went inactive due to that because it was so extensive, and there's just harassment from uh, this group of griefers. And if we could stop that, that would be brilliant. So overall, what's your opinion on 1.12? What do you say? I'm optimistic. Uh, I know a lot of people are skeptical of its implementation, but, you know, Teal has put a lot of time and effort into this, and I think it'll go swimmingly. I, I agree 100%. I think this will really add a lot more options for smaller nations as well as larger nations. Uh, it'll increase the uh, global trade between nations as well. Um, it'll kind of help the uh, world war going on right now as well, I believe. Yeah, do you think it can stop the war, arguably? I hope so. I, I hope so, but I don't know if it'll completely stop it. It'll add more incentive to stop it. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to our next segment here. We're going to talk about the Konigsberg situation. Uh, obviously, since I guess I'm considered a biased party, uh, mm. at least that's what people have been downvoting, brigading me as. Uh, so I'm going to ask for a couple different opinions here on some background. Uh, hey, City, I would love if you could start. Yeah, well, as for some background, because I imagine some people aren't like fully up to the know. Um, on at least the, the whole situation. Back a few months ago, the ch- a group of channers essentially asked BG, uh, can we have a small community under your protection? And he said, yeah. And so they founded the first iteration of Königsberg. Um, and from that, you know, they were doing pretty nicely. It wasn't like a huge community or anything, but, you know, they got along. Eventually, BG enforced some laws um, that they saw as too aggressive he was enforcing uh, uh, too much of his power and trying to make them leave which i mean there there are arguments for both sides um and so something that happened as a result which is kind of you know kind of dumb to do was southern uh attacking yoadal and then getting pearled um he was pearled for a few weeks uh which was you know a, a fair sentence for Essentially, it was originally yeah. going to be longer. It like, was going to be longer, but you know there was some leniency. Um, thanks for the clarification. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Order of the White Lotus and international community mm-hmm. really helped bring yes. that. Yeah, yep. the, the owl is really uh, helping out a lot recently. Oh yeah, I agree. but yeah, um, essentially the Channers had a well even from bef- even before this there was a lot of issues uh, from the Channers, especially re- resulting from you know. Uh, 
Chanada and the Byzantine Empire in earlier iterations where BG messed around in there. And he's even been quoted as saying that most, like, Channers that haven't followed him are scum or whatever. I don't have the exact quotation, but I think it's fair to say that's what his opinion is on them. He's voiced that opinion to me and to many others. It's been leaked on discords, too. Oh, it's not even leaked. He just posted publicly. True. And I mean, I can see where he's coming from sometimes, um, but I don't really like to generalize entire groups. I definitely think that the Channers have some rational people. Well, especially when, arguably, we have a Channer or two, so... Yeah, well, okay, yeah. Um... Technically, 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 technically. Yeah, okay. But the Channers obviously had a bit of a vendetta against old BG. Um, and so they created an alt-rating group, which was, you know, going all right. They were getting into fights with the Western Alliance and mm, yeah. all that, and eventually did a good bit of damage to Yuatl, actually. I, was, I saw a quote that they did 500 diamonds worth of damage um, in just one raid, which is obviously very effective. And, you know, they lost some fighters. I know Lemon Shot was pearled by Thoth's in a 3v1, actually. Um, but essentially what happened was very unprecedented for this group in that Charlemagne, a.k.a. Kenny, um, leaked a bunch of DMs about this. Uh, so it, it got out to uh, everyone on the server. So it was a surprise to me seeing all of this because I didn't really know much about it beforehand, even though I was, I was technically in an alliance with Konigsberg at the time. Um, and stuff that was going down was pretty unjustified. I'm going to have to admit that. And as a result... BG and the Western Alliance swooped in, tried to attack Konigsberg, but they evacuated just in time. Um, and now they're logged out across the entire map. Uh, they could even be among you. Oof. Oof. Scary chatters. But yeah, um, that's essentially the story. But things got a little more complicated when BG made his uh, post in the subreddit about it, his hot takes, as they say. Um, where he basically implicated that Comrade Nick was fully knowing and encouraging this activity, which was based off of some circumstantial evidence, to say the One least. One of them being that he was in a mumble chat with yeah. them while this was mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, a private mumble chat, sure, which is a little more suspicious than just a normal mumble chat. But, but the fact that, that they're mm -hmm. on mumble where everybody can see it. Like, yeah. I mean, like... Maybe not everybody's that bright, but I would expect uh, yeah, I Comrade, think Comrade Nick. Nick is a bright fellow. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. so I guess the question is: uh, so that post, in comparison to Comrade Nick's post that he, you know, later to respond to, what's your opinion on? Uh, I guess, do you think he's involved or not in this? I mean, Comrade Nick has said to me personally that he's kind of fed up with the game, and I don't blame him. And I think coming from him, like someone who's really stressing uh, the fact that he's like an old friend, he's stuck around since 1.0, he's trying to get more old friends involved. I think that's like really an honest statement from him. Um, and he's he said that he's not involved. And I genuinely believe the guy. I don't think he did any. He would have let this happen knowingly. He's not a snake or a shitter like uh, BG said in his post before he edited it. Um, hot take. Uh, hot take. Are, are you? Do you believe BG's trying to stir the narration that way? I mean, 
there's definitely like, like everyone has their cognitive biases and i think bg yes. definitely has a very strong cognitive bias and obviously that's evolved naturally since he uh got involved with chan and you know even stuff you said worm uh has kind of oh you know, i'm not gonna deny encur- it You're encouraged right. some like idea there's an, a, a narrative against Yuattle, which you know i think there is some of um but it's a bit exaggerated i agree all right so let's uh i'm going to try let's go ahead and call comrade nick i'd like to hear a bit more i guess his response to everything that's been going on uh with that but also from the hje perspective let's uh i'm hoping this works hello oh hello oh shit okay hey. wow this worked excellent oh damn hello how's it going good that's good to hear all right so i am actually here in my living room live uh with deuterian and hasty hi dad uh, hi hi uh so i guess we, we're talking about the konigsberg incident uh for this next box talk and i guess i just wanted to ask uh now that that's i wouldn't say it's wrapping up but you've made your stances pretty clear uh, what would you take away from this uh what's your opinion on everything that's happened um i don't don't know i think the posts speak for themselves uh it's pretty obvious what happened i don't know it's just look i mean with the wco and that falling through i tried doing something different i basically wanted to do something like owl but with teeth um but that apparently fell through just due to the membership of it and uh you know, there's still some good guys like from the former WCO like uh, didn't like cause drama, but I mean, at the end of the day, I guess any sort of like supranational group kind of relies on its people involved. I guess that would be the general takeaway of of that situation. As for like Konigsberg, I guess I thought that giving them a second chance would be a good thing, like not having an entire community pearled or not playing because their leaders pearled and they built a really cool city so there's that um it's just the involvement of like certain people in that city that kind of fucked everything up for the rest of them Um, there's i've seen some people i've seen some people in konigsberg like logging on um and like asking like what happened to the town and shit but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't seem like the majority of them were really involved in this, but who knows. Do you believe that's just kind of what's going to naturally happen when you grab a, a bunch of Tanners together? Like, I love the Tan community, but there's always going to be that one or two? I mean, not really. Uh, I don't think it's an inevitability, but, I mean, if you have people who keep saying like this chan supremacy remove reddit line that gets repeated a lot um how they're going to like take over a reddit server and like whatever the fuck that means and whatever their end goal is uh i guess that's i guess yeah there might be an inevitability if you have those types of people but 
Do you believe that uh, Konigsberg and its players are pretty much done for at this point? Then, well, no. I mean, I've seen I've seen their builders like logging in and stuff and taking some interest in the town. Um, I spoke to one guy. Um, forget his exact username at the moment, but he seemed to be interested in just continuing on with Konigsberg. There were two other guys who were, like, a little afraid of, like, hanging out in the town now because there have been, like, screenshots that have been sent to me from some other Discord where BG was basically saying that he wanted to genocide all the channers, quote-unquote. Like, an exact quote. Uh, is that he, like, wanted to... He thinks that they should all be pearled. So, I mean, with that... With that context, I mean, I would be pretty afraid to go back to my town as well if that was, you know, my entire town was snitched up. And But, I mean, they've given their promises that they're not going to attack citizens, so who knows? Maybe it's done for, maybe it's not. I don't know. If there was There's something... A... Uh, sorry. If there was something that you could change about what you've done in regards to either before the situation, now or after, uh, what would that be? Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that the situation on my end was handled fairly all right, um, considering all the information at hand. So I don't know that I would have done anything differently. Um, with different knowledge, perhaps I would have done things differently, of course, but considering the information at hand and all the considerations that needed to be made. I think that everything was handled all right by the Holy Jaded Empire. Okay, uh, last question that I have then. Uh, going into the future, is there any advice that you would give to somebody that was in a similar situation as you were? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, so, I mean, looking at the WCO treaty, I think that modeling yourself off of the idea that if someone is the aggressor in a conflict or has shown indications of committing a crime, then you don't stand by them. I think that's a, that's a good move. So I would advise anyone who's planning on making a treaty like that to include some clause like that into their treaty. I mean, like, the whole problem was, like, the WCO wasn't a bad organization whatsoever. We had, like, semi-regular meetings and talked to each other about various different issues. Um, you know, we were going to coordinate on, like, trying to train everyone up in PvP. I kind of modeled my ideas on that based off of what I helped start and devoted with the Delta Alliance, which I later left, but... I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't a bad group. It's just that I had a bad, I, a bad um, set of information about all the people involved. Well, not all the people involved, but yeah, you get the point. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, thank you so much for coming on and uh, giving your side of the events. I look forward to speaking to you in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming. Bye, sons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we are done there. So I guess uh, wrapping up on this Konigsberg situation, is there, I guess, is there anything that you believe uh, should be done in the future uh, 
about this, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. It's important to keep in mind that this raider group, the leaks came from a chat that only eight people could see, and really only those eight people were actively involved in the alt rating. This shouldn't reflect too much on the Chan community. Sure, yeah, they have their fair share of shitters, but so do we, like, as non-Channers, like, civas. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think you should definitely... Something that people should take away from this is, you know, if you're trying to make a nation that alt raids... You know, don't don't start alt rating within the first two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Get some supplies, know what you're doing, and find a, find out who you can trust and who you can't trust. Like, I mean, if there's one thing we can learn from this, there was a lot of there was a lot of rashness and haste to get your to get, get revenge on BG. And I mean, not that I'm telling you that you should try to get revenge, but you know, there's plenty to learn from this in terms of uh, how to go about covert actions. I guess the last question I have about this. Uh, so, going back to Comrade Nick being allegedly involved with these alt-raiders because he was in a mumble chat with two of these people. Uh, this coming from BG. I believe it's pretty clear that BG has talked to alt-raid many times. Uh, where, in case if you're not aware, alt-raid uh, has been pearled by uh, Poseidon. Because, and many other people wanted that pearl too because he pearled like he or she whatever they were uh pearled nine people in like two weeks mm -hmm. uh and it was found out who the alt was and how come how come when uh comrade nick goes ahead and talks to people that are alt rating pretending to be other people and doing these horrible things it, he's seen as a horrible individual but yet, when BG or other people do it, it's totally fine. It, it's not what it looks like. They didn't have all the information, or they thought they were a cool person. I guess that's just one thought I would like to leave off with there. Is there anything else you two want to add? Uh, you know, I, I completely agree with, with that. You know, I think people across the server, not just BG or Comrade Nick, you know, you know... If you're talking to alt-raid people, don't just assume. You, you, you can't just assume from the first instance. And you can't assume BG is wrong for talking to alt-raid. You can't assume that Comrade Nick is wrong for talking to this alt-raid group. Just sit down and get some facts first. That's my advice to you. Yeah, totally. Like... You definitely should think about your cognitive biases before you've jumped to conclusions. Like, that comes as, like, a very obvious statement, but it doesn't seem like people take it to heart in this server. And I know I've been guilty of it uh, a lot as well. Oh, yeah. oh obviously I, I yeah. have been. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're all guilty. We're but... all guilty of it, but we should try to keep it in mind and try and keep that in mind going forward so we don't, you know, have such complicated shittery as what's happened recently and, you know, less than recently, like and further back and back you can just see a history of people being t super biased and misunderstandings and all that emerging from that all right let's go into a new segment here that i think is going to be a fun one i'm going to call it hot or not where we go ahead and bring up to these two fine gentlemen some 
very beautiful people on this server and ask the simple question, are they hot? are they hot or not? So we are going to start here. Uh, I am going to just point to one of you two and I want a response instantly. I don't want any thinking involved. It needs to be impulse. All right, first one, Romac. Hot, hot as fuck. Okay, Romac is like daddy tier. Romac is, he's got that cute Amsterdam accent. He is a great builder. He's super nice. All right. He's got, like, the best personality on this server. I think that's, like, an instant hot from me. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next person here. Good old Greggy. I honestly don't even know who that is. Oof. <laughs> wow, you don't browse the sub, do you? Wow. Ooh. Oof. All right. Well, all right, Greggy, I need to hear this. Jeez. You're thinking too long. Yeah, thinking I'm thinking too, too long. long. Okay, I haven't interacted with Greggy like for more than just split seconds. <laughs> but all right, hot. I'd say hot uh, as a tentative hot because like okay, he makes good shit posts. Um, that's all I'm gonna say. I I can appreciate a guy who makes good shit posts. Yes, uh, I've interacted with Greggy a lot. Greggy, I love you. Uh, even though you sound like every time I talk to you, your microphone is going through a wind tunnel, but it's you're still fantastic. I love your sh uh, your shit posts. All right. Yeah, Deuterian isn't too well traveled. Yeah, see, that's my thing. I uh, kind of stick to Columbia. I travel sometimes, but um, you know, other than other than a few very notable people in the world, I I don't really pay attention. Want <laughs> to make this one relative then? Kate Eeks. Kate, hot. Hot, hot. You guys have no idea. You guys yes. have no idea. Um, you know, he he can be a little flaky in terms of when he comes, but when he comes, he brings it. So. <laughs> I mean, giggity. Giggity. <laughs> hot. <laughs> all right. Kate gets me hot and bothered, all right? That's all I'm going to say. Coney. In case, I mean, yes, Coney, uh, be careful with what you say here. I'm going to say not, because I don't like girls that much. <laughs> going to take the cop out. <laughs> going to take the cop out. Wow. Good one. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, BG. BG. Oh, uh, you know, I'm... <laughs> thinking too long. Thinking I'm thinking too long. Too long. I'm going to lean... I've been breaking the rules, too. I, I'm going to lean... Not just because I'm sure he's a great guy, but all I ever hear is is drama. So someone who's who's that much centered around drama, there's got to be something. Please don't downvote me. <laughs> downvote me, please. Yeah, this isn't him. This is me. You know, downvote whatever I I don't really post, but downvote comments of me, but. Oh gee, no! I'm you're, sure he's great. You're probably but gonna, a lot of drama. You're gonna receive private messages now. I'm, I'm not surprised. Uh, Every time I say anything, bring I get them. I get them. I'll take the worst of it. All right, comrade Nick. Hot. Okay. Um, okay. Like he's not as hot as the other guys I've said are hot, but you know he's cute. That's all I'm gonna say. He's a cutie. Okay, Callum. Callum, I would say hot. Few interactions I've had. He's he's okay. He, you know. He's okay. He's he sent, okay. He sent me uh, pictures of cat boys, so you know he's got a <laughs> yeah, he's got a plus in my book. That's got to be a plus, yeah. I'm going back to you for this one, Deuterian. Henry Drayton. Well, you you see here, <laughs> you see here. Hot or not? 
It's gonna be not. I'm sorry, Henry Drayton. I guess I don't know you now, but uh, in Civ Temp, uh, I really disliked you. But, um... Times have changed. Times have changed. We shouldn't be acting on our biases, I, I don't act on bias now. Ever, from, from ever. back then. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... I, from, from the information I know about you now, not. <laughs> you know, okay, I haven't interacted with Henry all that much, but I think he would make a really good bratty sub. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, Jesus Christ. He, I feel like Henry could have a very kinky side. <laughs> all right. Sea uh, wage. Even though he's not, not gone. Not. I would say not. Like, I mean, now he's, he's all right, but he just didn't really appeal to me. All right. Free sea wage, by the way. I know you're not here anymore. I would have a totally platonic, loving relationship with sea wage, but I wouldn't fuck him. All right. Time for the man of the hour. He just dropped as the leader of Southshire, Sinzar. Sinzar? I, I don't know this person, but, uh, yeah, no, I... He has a Donald Trump profile pic and acts kind of similar. Um, All right. So take that as you may. I'll, I don't know I'll what you're... take that political. as you may. What, what is the nation he just... Southshire. Southshire. Or, oh, wait, no, well, they're city, technically... City, city. Yeah, the autonomous the... province of Yuan. Yes, I, I understand the, uh, I, I was there for that. Well, there, but, you know, I, I know it. Experienced it. I've experienced it. Um, you know, just, just from that, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say hot. Oh, wow. Because, Whoa. Hot take. Hot, hot take. Hot take. Because, <laughs> you know, honestly, while I disagree with um, how they left the Commonwealth just kind of off that, I don't blame them. So this is just from from Southshire, not just Box the, Talk does not officially endorse these uh, political opinions. <laughs> you know, I I think they're I don't see anything wrong with them yet. You so. do you, you do you. You're a self you're an autonomous nation, dude. Yeah, you can you so do you freely associate with whoever you want. We have ANCAP roots, so we got to <laughs> stick to your roots. Know yeah. the land. <laughs> All right, I got one more here, and I want both of you to go at the same time. Me, Worm Wizard. Hot. Hot. Yay! Worm is a cutie, okay? He's a big cutie. Um, you know, when I first met you, I wasn't so sure on your voice and whatever. Fair enough. Yeah. But, you know, once once you sent me selfies, I've got to say... Okay, oh. Colombia is the hottest nation on the server. Oh, Fucking yes. prove me wrong. Colombia is the prove hottest us nation. Wrong. Prove us wrong. We got to make that meme now. Colombia oh. is the hotties, mm -hmm. so... Don't doubt. Sample size of like half our citizens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was our segment here of Hot or Not. I would love to do that again with future interviews. I thought that was a lot of fun. All right. We got one more question here. Uh, I want to ask about Colombia as a nation. How's, how is Colombia doing on this server? Well, you know, I think we're doing very well for, um, for how relatively new we are. Um, you know... Colombia proves that, you know, doesn't matter how young your nation is, you can you can make it to decent status on the world stage. Um, you know, we're we're still gaining new friends. We're still open to getting new 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 friends. Um, everything's going well. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like the reason why Colombia is doing so well is because we have a general idea of everyone's sort of purpose. Um, like, I'm sort of grind slave along with a, another one of our citizens. Shout out to Fasted. Um, 
Deuterian Planchet, Worm is our media man, even though, like, he doesn't make our propaganda, but he's a face for Columbia. He can help promote us, etc. And we have a great builders, Sir Boss, you know, Fish as well. They make some pretty cool builds. And we sort of have those all set in stone. Um, we don't really have, like, super, super hyper-loyal citizens to the leadership, like... I admire that in Yoadl, for example. They are very good at, like, having, you know, they're, like, the family meme is, is a meme, but, you know, they're very close-knit, and I think that's something that we could strive to do that we don't really have yet. We have, like, elections and whatever, um, so hopefully we can sort out who would be the best leader. Uh, what do what does uh, the world audience have to look forward to from Colombia in the future? Is there anything that you two are willing to talk about on here? Yeah, we have a lot of new builds going up all the time. Like, uh, multiple people have told us that we look completely different uh, between different visits because, like, our builders are super, super active. Um, like, you've obviously got more box talks to uh, look forward to. Um, and we're going to actually make our rail lines not awful soon. Uh, yes, I promise that'll be this. a big plus, please. Yeah. Yeah, um, mm. yeah no, I, I see Columbia as um, becoming more of a um, a world a world kind of city, I like to call it. Uh, Cosmopolitan city. Yeah, um, I, I like to see, you know, box talks happening here, people, you know, hosting other other nations can come to the box theater and stuff. Um, I'd like to possibly get a um, an arena built somewhere in a Ro in Rotterdam for uh, other events as well. Um, I, I'd like it to be a place where people can come to have server wide events mm -hmm. across nations. All right, uh, I believe that's about time. Uh, do you guys any final statements before we sign off here? Love all of you. You're all the best. I believe in you. I know we might we might be going against each other all the time, and uh, you know there might have been some shitty stuff done in the past, and I'm not like super involved with that. But you know, everybody should love everyone on this server. It's just like it's it's just a game. We like, have to be met. <laughs> that's that's all I'm gonna say. Yes, I I agree. Uh, it's just a game. You know, there's gonna be shitters, but don't judge instantly. You know, we're all we're all playing Civ. We're all enjoying this experiment, this grand experiment. Um, we've all chosen to do this out of our love for something in Civ. So, love your fellow Civian. All right. Well, thank you to both of you coming on. You practically live with me, so I'm not. E uh, thank you anyway, Deuterian, to I be on the spot. Here. To be on the spotlight like this, but more importantly. Thank you, Hastity, for coming all this way. He did not... This was not the plan for him to come on here. It just kind of happened. Yeah, I kind of came here just to eat mac and cheese and hang out. But, you know, this happened. I, so. I, it turned out pretty well. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, so I do not have a guest scheduled for next week. I'm going to start looking. I, in case you haven't noticed, the teal nerd thing never really caught fruition. He never even acknowledged that I made anything to him. That's okay. I'll find someone for next week. Uh, but in the meantime, this is Warm Wizard, and this is Box Talk signing off.